Yo, welcome back or welcome to the Educated Food Podcast. I am one half of the Educated Foods. This is Dr. J. And I'm your other half, Jarrell. Welcome back to another week, sweet babies. What's up? Welcome back to another week and another episode of the Educated Food Podcast, as I stated earlier. But this time, I'm going to say like us, follow us, share us, rate us, review us. Um, tell your can folk about us um, as we try to grow this Educated Food Empire. This week, because we're recording actually a day earlier, news just dropped that there's a plan to erase some student debt. So obviously, as higher ed professionals, how can we not talk about the student loan debt? Uh, <laughs> so we'll be we talking about that. Uh, we might hit y'all with an educated or foolish and an ask a fool. It all depends on how long we talk about Joe Biden's plan. But before we get there, let's check in. How you doing this week, brother? Uh, yeah, man, it's been a interesting 24 hours. Uh, things have happened, and I'm still standing like Monica. What's up? I'm, I'm just here. I, I am here. I'm still standing, and that's all that I have this week. That's all I got. That's all I got. How about you, brother? How are you? Um, I'm doing good this week. Um, I've, I've learned so much about electricity this week uh, because on Saturday, I picked up the new whip. Um, picked up a Tesla on Saturday. Oh, y'all got money. <laughs> y'all got, y'all got money. <laughs> nah, uh, it's just a three. It's not one of those S's or X's. That's, that's where the money come in on those hundred thousand dollar cars. Okay. Um, but it, it took me a while to decide on doing that because the car note is way more than I ever wanted to pay for a car note. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not astronomical. I'm not going to act like I got a G-Wagon car note, but <laughs> um, okay. it's just more like it's just more money. It's the most I've spent on the car. It is. Yeah, but I was also um, I was talking to one of my friends about Tesla's this week, and he was saying that it is definitely worth the investment because of the long term like uh, gas and uh, maintenance that you'd be saving as, as opposed to a traditional car and all that kind of stuff like that. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, for, that sounds interesting. And I'm, I'm already feeling it this week. So the reason why I've learned so much about electricity um, for our listeners, they know that I've been living at my in-laws at my sister house. So I don't have, like if I was at my old house, I would have got a wall. I would have got like a Tesla charger and all that stuff installed at the house <clears throat> so I could charge mm-hmm. at home. Yeah, But because excuse me damn but because we're living here we're it's a temporary place i'm not going to spend a a grand on installing a wall charger i'm just not so right um absolutely so i gotta charge more in different locations right i'm charging at work and i learned at work our charger isn't as strong or as powerful as i thought or give as much electricity as i thought it was going to be so okay. now it has me adjusting like my plan to keep my Tesla charged since I can't charge it at home. So I've been learning all about what's best to charge, how to charge. Do you want to supercharge it? Like it's just been so much information that I didn't. I thought I, I thought I did my research on, but I didn't do enough apparently. Okay. But all I have to say is I definitely feel the money that I've already saved this week. So gotcha. for those my commute each day is about 62 miles each way. Ooh. Right? So I, I was filling up two to three times a week. Right? Mm-hmm. And it was taking about 
depending on where gas was at, 50 to 60 bucks to fill up. So right now I haven't spent over 20 bucks and I've charged every day this week. That's good. You know That's what really mean? good. So like I'm, I'm going to save at minimum a hundred bucks a week um, just by not filling up a gas tank. So, I mean, it's all, it's, it's working out. It's doing what I wanted it to do. Um, I enjoy the car. Um, anybody want to holla, want to learn more about Tesla, holla at me. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been, it's been or good. If anybody want to go where the money resides, where the money resides, <laughs> just go to the Alexander household. Cause clearly y'all got money. We okay. got money. We plan and save. <laughs> that's that's smart. That's all that is. We I try to tell I tell my siblings that all the time when they see me buy something. I'm like, yo, I just didn't wake up and go drop money on this. That's not I don't have that type of money. Like right. I know I wanted I wanted to get an electric car. I did a lot of research on what cars I wanted. Tesla just for what I wanted and for how quickly I can get it, I went with Tesla. Knowing that I had to save up money to make sure my down payment was solid enough, <laughs> um, so I can so I can have a manageable down. I can have a manageable monthly um, car note. Now let me ask you this: Would you trust the auto drive feature? Oh no 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 no! So I didn't okay. I didn't purchase. <laughs> I, I'm not a full self driving purchaser. That's an extra twelve thousand. Uh, wow. Or extra starting in September, it'll be extra fifteen thousand to get Damn, access. That's a whole other car for some people <laughs> to get access to this software. Um, and honestly, I thought about it a lot. I really, really did. But at the end of the day, as much as I love technology, I still don't trust technology that much. To where, like, Same. I'm going to plug in my address and let you just take me where I need to go. Even though they say all the time, right, you need to be alert, you need to keep both hands on the wheel, you need to do all these things. I still don't trust the car enough. Even the auto steer feature on autopilot is still iffy to me in cars when, you know, they they keep you in the lane and they can make slight turns to keep you in the lane, like all that. Oh, bro, I hate that. I hate that feature. Like, I hate it. It scares the shit out of me. I just don't trust it. So, like, I'm not going to spend twelve to $15,000 on because I just don't trust technology that much. I tell people all this all the time. I was talking to somebody who asked, like, why didn't you do it? It's like, yo, PowerPoints don't work all the time. Right. So you expect me to let this car take me to where I need to go. Um, and there's already been a, a ton of deaths due to this auto drive feature. Um, it's just not for me. It's not for me. Yeah. The autopilot is good enough for me. Um, it, it's good. It's just like an advanced cruise control. That's good enough for me. Bruh, and speaking of cruise control, I don't even trust that. So there are times where, like, if I'm driving to, like, North Carolina or, like, to Atlanta, I may hit the cruise control a couple times Mm -hmm. because I know that there are certain places where I'm going. I mean, I have a, for all intents and purposes, I have a a sports car. Mm -hmm. And I know how I like to, you know, Mm fall down the highway. And so... I'll hit that cruise control where I know cops be at, like going down 95 in certain mm-hmm. areas. Hit the cruise control because you don't want to be balling in those areas. But other than that, nope. Yeah. I don't even trust that. So, so yeah, I'm not I'm not a full, they call it FSD. I'm not a full FSD per, Tesla person. I don't think I ever will be. 
Um, just because I don't trust technology like that. It's yeah. I don't play with my life like that. Like I said, I can't trust no, I can't trust a PowerPoint to work when I need it to. <laughs> you think I'm about to trust this car? Right. And my little yeah, brother no. was looking at it for my dad because my dad eyesight isn't all that great. So he can't really drive at night. He can drive in the daytime. He can't drive at night. So my my brother was like, we need to get him a Tesla so the Tesla can take him where he need to be. I'm like, that's not, no, no. No, daddy need no. to stay in the house after dark. Yeah, like, he just don't drive at night. Like, that's that's the solution. Just don't drive at night. And my dad is like, I know, I just don't drive at night. <laughs> like, <laughs> my dad's like, I'm fine. I don't need, I don't need this feature. I just won't drive at night. Yeah. And he's a man of a certain age. Like, where is he going? Right. And for, <laughs> at night. And like, it's really, like, because he's a, he's a longshoreman, so he works at the docks. And he could pick a shift. Oh, okay. He can work either in the day or at night. So if he ever got a night shift, my brother's like, well, he could just plug in the address and it'll take him to work. I'm like, yo. Or. or you better the, be careful. Run his ass into the water. <laughs> right. You better be careful because remember a couple episodes back, you were like, your mama and your daddy was getting kind of close. He might be making trips to your mom. It's like, no. Nah. <laughs> That ain't, that ain't You're happening. making trips to your mama house. That ain't <laughs> happening. My dad, my dad is in love with another woman right now. Deeply in love. So, okay, fair enough, fair enough. I'll leave that alone. So we we good. <laughs> we good. <laughs> um. Sheesh. So yeah, all that to say, is it's been a good week. I've been loving the car. Um. Nice. It's crazy how fast the car is. And it's not a performance car. At least my model's not performance. My model is for okay. for distance. <laughs> I was like, I need the most miles I can get because I'm driving crazy. Yeah. So I don't yeah. care if it gets to 60 in three seconds. Like, when do I ever need to get to 60 in three seconds? <laughs> Which is crazy because the way Tesla works, everything is so automated and computerized for two for two grand. They can program my car to go faster. Wow! Like that—that's okay. crazy. Like for two oh. for two thousand, they can they can knock a second like a second and a half off and make it even faster. Why do you need to go sixty and three? Like, what normal person needs to do that? Like, y'all out here robbing banks? I'm saying, like, I'm like, not like, trying to get away from nobody. But the pickup on a Tesla is so is so different and crazy from a gas powered car, like. It, yeah. it picks up really quick already, like crazy fast. Okay. So, like I said, I've been enjoying it. I've been enjoying okay, it. It's been, good, it's, been good. it's been good times. It's been good times. My wife refuses good. to drive it. She's like, "That's too much for me." Like all that technology, I just need to go. I just want to drive. <laughs> that would definitely be like me. Like, no. Nah. And I've never had anything but American cars either. Mm. So that would be an, that would be a huge adjustment for me. Yeah. So. So yeah. All in all, all in all, so far so good. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess cool. we can talk about other things that semi like it actually it didn't make me happy at all. Honestly, um, is Joe Biden's plan to yeah. eliminate 10k um, and student loan debt for anyone who makes less than one hundred twenty five thousand dollars? And I think I read if it's a household less than two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, um, it's like I immediately thought of that TikTok click was like, "What do you want to tell Joe Byron right now?" <laughs> I just want to tell him, "Womp womp!" Like 
this ain't it. Like it's, it's this ain't it. It's literally nothing. Then it's an extra ten if you were Pell Grant eligible, right? You got Pell Grant, which yeah. I got Pell Grant, right? So that means he's going to eliminate twenty k, which okay. But with yeah. the way my student loans are set up and how much I owe, that shit right. gonna be right back on in like a year or two due to interest. <laughs> it's a drop in the bucket. And with the interest, it is literally not even gonna be a drop. It's gonna be like half a drop in the bucket just to put you back at where your bucket was. Yeah, so it's it's really it's really nothing. It only benefits anyone who had a who been paying forever, right? And they got it down to that much, or they just didn't take out as much when they were in school. Like that's yeah. and essentially pretty much anyone who only went to undergrad. Yeah. Like that. Now it's it's interesting because Secretary Cardona did say today, I was listening to uh him on NPR, they were interviewing him, and what he was saying was what they know is that there's uh over forty million Americans who have student loan debt out there, and that number could be more. But what he did say is there's about twenty million Americans that are are at least around ten thousand dollars uh or have ten thousand dollars left in student loan uh repayment so this would essentially erase a lot of people's student loan debt which is great but it does nothing for everybody else who has more than twenty thousand or more than ten thousand yeah right and it's it's the majority it's the people that republicans or or white people and white men are mad at who think this is who this is going to benefit the majority of people yeah. that has incomes that, for example, me, right, uh-huh. where yeah. I'm living comfortably, my student loans is crazy because I went and got two more degrees so I can have this salary, meaning I needed to take out more loans to get these degrees to get the job that I have to have the salary that I have, right? Like, right. that's that's why people took on – that's why – when most people in my circle say this is nothing because we all went and got advanced degrees so we can live comfortably or at least semi-comfortably, right? And that's why like I was laughing at so many people tweeting like this is just going to help the rich get richer. Yo, rich people don't have 10K in student loan debt. You know why? Because they don't have student loan debt. They don't. They don't have student loan debt. <laughs> they don't have student loan debt. Like the people that need this, 10K helps in the immediate right like it's an immediate bump but eventually you're just going to regress back to the mean because once again depending on your interest depending on how much you can pay a month like all these things that's why i just need more like i need more from the government to help people manage these student loans and what i really need is for y'all just to forgive it all and figure out a way to cheapen the cost of education like y'all need to foot the bill and i already know the way to do that it's to decrease our military budget and put that shit into education. Yeah. And by and large, again, this is going to be something that, so the narrative out there that's being painted is this is something that is going to help predominantly black people, right? Which is not the case. And even if it was, even if it was the case that it was predominantly helping black people, so what? We need support. We need help. We're the only race that ain't really getting much of anything. We ain't got no reparations. We didn't get, you know, um, anything from the government from, you know, 500 years of slavery and all that other kind of stuff like that. Why not give African-Americans some type of benefit in this country? Oh, I get it. Racism, right? Because y'all hate black people. But the reality of the situation is this is benefiting white people uh, predominantly. 
they're, they're going to be the benefactors of this, just like white people were the benefactors of the bailout, just like white people were the benefactors of uh, shit, PPP and all that other kind of stuff like that, right? Like it's helping white folks and white folks are coming out against it, thinking that it's going to help black people. And that's your only rationale for why you hate it. This is the crazy thing, right? I think everybody actually, everybody inflates the percentage of black people living in America. Right. Like our number isn't massive. It isn't large. We are a small percentage of the United States. The only reason why we seem like we're more is because we are the culture. Like we, we are what everybody strives to be and everybody steals from. So it seems like, well, 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 it seems like we have billions of people living in America when we're, when we're not, like we we are a very small percentage of the US population. Therefore, we are a small percentage of college students. Therefore, we are a small percentage of those who actually get student loans. But on the flip side, we end up having to take out the most out of everybody because of racism and us not having yep. generational wealth to help us pay oh, for yeah. school. So that's why the numbers are so skewed. Right. And exactly. just thinking, just thinking back to my dissertation, which was a few years ago. And I think I looked at these stats probably six months, probably not even six months, maybe three months ago when I was at a conference. So this is just based in California. I'm a higher ed person. So y'all about to get some higher ed talk. This is the educated portion of your podcast. <laughs> there you go. So just looking at public schools, public colleges in California, there's over 600,000 students in the Cal, Cal State and UC system, majority in the Cal State, 400,000 is in our Cal State University system, 200,000 in UCs, right? So six hundred over 600,000 students going to college in the state of California. Black students are less than 25,000 of that. Hmm. 600,000 black students are less than 25,000 of that. Less than 25,000. So when they are tweeting out this is benefiting or they're hating that is benefiting people of color, particularly black people, it's really not because we're and that's just California. Yeah. And that's just California. That's just California. Right? That's less than ten that's in California. So we are not the ones going to college and just taking advantage of student loans, right? And then when you add on to that we have one of the lowest graduation rates. Therefore, we have a ton of black people who have student loans and don't have the fucking degree that they spent their time and money on. Now they can't even pay these student loans because or even if they finished, we tend to go in helping fields because we like to help everybody. Right. Helping fields don't make money. That's where I got frustrated the most. Like I'm going on a tangent. Mm -hmm. I was getting frustrated when people were saying you should have picked a better a better. uh a better job, a better career, right? And I'm like, y'all, I'm in education. Exactly. So you're telling me I should have just been an engineer and not care about those before me or those after me and trying to educate? Like, I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have went to education. So I have student loans. It's my fault that my loans, because I went to education, I didn't go into a field to just make money. Like, that's irritating. So I once heard this one time in a speech, and this is very controversial, but... I'm going to reiterate this because I felt this in my soul. It was like, 
someone said the reason why so many black people go into the helping profession and the liberal arts and stuff like that is because black people's burden is literally cleaning up the supposed white man's burden, cleaning up the systematic effects of what they once called their burden, right? Cleaning up and being there to be restorative for our communities and things of that nature, because we've been, you know, deprived of so many things for so long. And, you know, we've been mistreated, ill-gotten and all that kind of stuff like that. We take it on our backs to collectively help each other because ain't nobody else out there to help us. And if we don't have these people who are going into these helping professions like teaching and things of that nature, um, these low paying jobs, then who's going to do it? Who's going to do it? And the teaching thing is the craziest to me. Like we pay our teachers nothing and we put them in charge with molding the minds of our future generations. Right. A lot of y'all don't even use them for that. A lot of y'all use them as babysitters to watch your kids. That's it. <laughs> um, That's pretty much it. And we pay them absolutely not. That's why there's a teacher shortage because we're paying them nothing. Right? Yeah. We're paying them nothing. It's not because people don't want to be teachers. No, there's a ton of people that I know who started in the teaching profession and just couldn't make a living wage. And then you tack on student loans to that. Right? So it's it's a... It's a vicious cycle. And in addition to forgiving student loan debt, like I said, they need to figure out a way to make education affordable for all. Right. If not, if, if not that's free. The, that's right. The reality. Like I, I, I understand arguments to why I can't be free. Like I do. Like I work in higher ed. Yeah. I know we have to pay people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I hear it every day. Absolutely. I see it every day. All these higher ed professionals complain about salaries. I get that. Yeah. Right. So the government needs to help out in education in way more than they do um, to, to lessen the burden on all these families taking out, you know, Stafford loans, Parent Plus loans, Perkins loans, all these loans to try to get that American dream. And at the end, it's not what it is, not that at all. Like, I know for me, yeah. I felt like I was lied to when I was done with all my student loans because they the pitch was, oh, you're going to get. It'll be affordable payments, right? Right. You're going to have this big old salary. You're going to have the salary and your payments are going to be small and manageable. It was everything but small and manageable when I got my, when my student loans kicked in. It's like, yo, what in the hell? Now, I did read something where there might be there. I think there's an option where you can make sure that your student loan payments is not more than 5% of your, of your income. Yeah. That is going to be written into the thing. Yeah. Once again, what does that mean about your interest? Because now you're only paying, you're literally paying that as some interest. Well, well, here, well, the reality of that is, and Cardona cleared that up uh, on that interview cool. that I listened to him earlier. So that's not even for folks like us. <laughs> that plan is for people with bachelor's degrees who are oh, yeah. college graduates. It's if it's I, I read it as if you, I, it could be applied to your undergraduate loans. Oh yes, yes, yes. So it could be mm-hmm. applied to your undergraduate loans. All right, cool. Yeah. But once again, you're punishing people for getting advanced degrees to make a better living for themselves. Right. And you're punishing right. people for trying to match the requirements of the positions that is going to pay you a living wage. There's so many positions out there now that is masters preferred or hell required. 
right? Like the dream of getting your bachelor's degree and working your way up through the company and being CFO is no more. Like it's no more. Like you can get in, but eventually you're going to get passed over by someone with an advanced degree. So you need an advanced degree to progress in your field. And so many of these fields, you need an advanced degree. So the 10K, thank you, but it ain't doing nothing. Like it does nothing. It's like it's it's, it's just a drop. Like I'm happy for those who have less than 10K and now you're free. But I don't know any of y'all. Everybody I know have more than 10K. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know anyone either who has less than 10K unless those it's those people that have been paying for like the last 20, 25 That's what years. I'm saying. Like they had to pay it off and they were as close to uh, their loan yeah. forgiveness anyway. <laughs> yeah. Like one guy was like his mom, growing up, his mom had student loan that, that she had to repay back. And like there was some, time, some weeks where they didn't even eat because she was paying towards her student loan debts. And... Because she was um, she was first generation uh, Hispanic, and so she was worried about those student loans because she was worried about the family and like you know anything happening to the family. Because of course we live in a racist country that targets Latino folks or Latinx folks disproportionately, or Black people disproportionately. And so yeah, she was terrified. Like if I don't pay this back, then what's going to happen to my family? Like there's always a looming threat of deportation, however realistic it might be. Mm-hmm. And so I get it. And he was like, we always were terrified that she was going to use all the money to pay back her student loan. De- I mean, pay back what she owed in student loan debt, but she wasn't putting into us. Mm-hmm. Right. Like we could, some nights we didn't have food because she was paying back the government. And I, I know there's a, there's a lot wrong with, like a plan I proposed way back in the day. Like, I know there's a lot wrong. It, it doesn't benefit a lot of people. But I feel like if you get your student loans, you graduate, yeah. that shit should be forgiven. Like, you have done, you use the money for what it was for, right? Now, right. I know exactly. I know there's holes in that plan because there's a lot of people who don't finish due to extenuating circumstances out of their control. Right. Mm -hmm. So I like I get that's where that policy will be weak, but I find it crazy that a loan is for you to that you use it so you can get your education. So you get that. I did what I need to do. I'm going to pay that back into society like the amount of money I have given to my mortgage to and taxes, all these things. I've paid off my student loan already. Like I've paid it off already. Like I mean, the reality is I paid off my student loan. So you know what I want to do? Like let's just let's just transition to to something else because I'm getting frustrated okay. <laughs> thinking about this 10k and how it does nothing for me. I think that's what it is. I'm just mad it does nothing it does for nothing. me. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Sorry, y'all. Like, and 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 just as a parting thought. Just always remember, if you see it, if you hear it on the airwaves, on Fox News or whatever have you, that black people are disproportionately being uh, or eliminating their debt from this, that is a lie. It is white people. 60% of college graduates, white. Most Pell eligible students, white. Yeah. There you go. And we're not even the 40%. We're just lumped into <laughs> the remaining people of color, which we're... Ultimately, about maybe 13 at the most, 14%. And I think that's high. 
Yeah, that that and uh, that might be high. I, I believe we're below ten percent. Like, so crazy, crazy. Some some estimates say nine. Yeah, but you know, and, but, I, I sprinkle a little yeah. extra in there for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's um, let's let's jump into this ask a fool then. Um, that that I received. This week's ask a fool comes from a couple and okay. they they have a dilemma right they can't they can't come to an agreement on something and this is what it is so this couple just found out that the the male and can't have kids um mm, they've been okay. trying it wasn't happening went to the doctor Rip found out it's him he's not able to have kids so obviously okay. they're heartbroken about it, but yeah. his girl can. She already has a son, right? Okay. So they're they're looking at that's not uncommon. Yeah, you're not, so they're looking at doing IVF. They're looking at donors. So she proposed this to her boyfriend or fiance actually. Mm-hmm. That why not the donor be her ex? So her kids can have the same father, share the same genes. She wanted to be the ex. Oh boy, fucking hates the ex. <laughs> I was just about to ask, <laughs> what is the relationship between the ex and the current? Hates the ex. Um, just because of the way he treated his girl. He cheated on her. He's not even in the kid's life. He's like, stepped away don't want anything to do with the family so he's like no anybody but him she's like i want my kids if they can't be from you i want them to share the same genes so i want it from my ex so the ask a fool is what the fuck do they do Break up with her, bro. Divorce her. <laughs> Divorce her. They only engaged at this oh, point. Sorry. <laughs> oh, they're only engaged. Good. Run now. Red flag. Red flag. So, it, it, oh, and I mean that too. Uh, I'm not playing. <laughs> <laughs> so, this. You know what this sound like? This sound like some soul food type shit. This sound like some Terry and Lim type shit. <laughs> Where Lim couldn't get a job, so Terry went to her ex and talked to him, sweet-talked him, and got Lim a job. Then he talking about, uh, I, I used to call your, your wife Honeypot or whatever, Sugar Baby or some shit like that, throwing it all in his face that he gave him a job mm-hmm. because of his wife sweet-talking him. And then that just breeds a bunch of mistrust, right? And so what I would say is, and here's my honest opinion about this one hell no (laughs) hell no no two i feel like a deeper conversation needs to be had about why he says hell no right like there's so much stuff that could happen as a possibility this also could play into his insecurities about not being able to produce children as well and how your ex can give you the thing that he can't give you as your fiance, like she needs to understand that this is wrong on so many levels 
And that's kind of selfish for her to just say, well, I want my kids to have the same genes. Guess what? They're coming from the same womb. They will have the same genes at some level, okay, to some degree. And if he could procreate with you, they wouldn't have the exact same genes anyway. And then even kids with both parents don't have... Let me not say that. I don't know if they. I don't know if they had the same genes or not. Like I don't. I don't know how genetics works. But like, <laughs> I, I don't think that. Because I mean, because shit, kids with the same daddies don't even look alike most of the time. So like, the genetics get a little skewed up and mixed up in the pot and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't know how genetics work. I'm not a geneticist. I know that's how but, I have one white baby and one black baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, leave little G alone. <laughs> oh lord Maves, have mercy but but yes i don't know how genetics works but um but i would say no and i would say that he needs to i don't know who asked the question if she asked the question what i'm going to tell her is you need to check yourself and you need to check your you need to check in with your partner and check in with him about his feelings and how this could make him feel Right. Especially because your ancient ex is giving you the one thing or giving y'all the one thing that he can't give you like that can play in his psyche. And that hurts. Like most people don't realize that men have feelings and, you know, you want a man that is going to be open, to be honest and share their feelings with you and all that kind of stuff like that. But you're not ready to deal with his emotions and his feelings when he show them. And this is a no. This will be a no for any, I, I don't know any man that would say yes to this. I don't. So he I think <clears throat> I think a man will say yes if the baby's father was like if he was cool with the baby father. You know what I mean? Yes. I, I can like, agree with that. Like if if, the, if he was like, yo, actually, no, that's I'm cool. He he's a stand up guy. He's in his kid's life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I can trust him. Yada yada. Fine, right? Like, it's not ideal, but it is what it is. I think it's the fact that because he is because he hates him, <laughs> right? He doesn't like him. Yes, yeah. he doesn't want his kid who who in all intents and purposes will be his sharing anything with that other guy. So what no. I would say and my advice will will be to listen to your man. Right? Yep. Because as you stated, like I think people tend and I know it happens a lot with me, people forget I have feelings. Like sometimes yep. my wife forget I have feelings because I don't show anything. I don't show emotions, so she sometimes forgets, right? And it Jesus it happened. It happened. She might be mad if she she listens to like random as episodes, so she might if she listens to this one, she's gonna be mad. But it was maybe a week or two before my doctor's appointment, right? We at my mom's house, and my mom tells me that um, a family friend's son passed away um, due to colon cancer, and he was only twenty three, right? And I look at my wife and I was like, I didn't want to hear that. And she's like, well, I was like, I'm terrified already of my doctor's appointment. And she made like a joke because she knows. And I'm like, I wasn't joking. Like, I'm fucking, I'm scared. Right. And like, I walk out. And at that moment, I think she realized like, oh, wait, he actually is sharing something with me and sharing his fears with me. Um, But in initial, because once again, people 
tend to forget I have feelings because I don't show them. And I yep. joke a lot. But in serious moments, that shit backfires and it hurts even more when I'm like, y'all was being vulnerable. And that was the response. So now I want to be vulnerable anymore, right? So in this situation, he's being vulnerable. He's telling you his feelings. Like, he's a hard no. He hates this guy. He doesn't want anything to do with him. And by you persisting, you're hurting him. He might not say, hey, this hurts me. But what you're doing in this moment is hurting him because you're not listening to what he's trying to tell you. Right. Absolutely. So for me, you need to listen to your partner. There's a million guys out there who y'all can get um, a donation of sperm from. It doesn't have to be your ex. I, I can get on some elementary level why you want your kids to share. But at the end of the day, none of that even matters. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't guarantee that they're going to look the same. It doesn't guarantee that they're going to behave the same. I know I have twins in my family who are two completely different people. (laughs) So they identical twins raised in the same house and they're completely different people. Like genetics is crazy. People it's just weird. So listen to your man, listen to your man in this situation, find another donor. He doesn't want your ex. You don't want to lose Clearly, y'all are in love. Y'all are engaged. Y'all talking about having kids. Right. Y'all want to spend the rest of your life together. Don't let this be the thing that tear y'all apart because it's silly in my eyes. Like it really is. And I hate yeah. to say that, but it is. Yeah. And let's let's spin the block again. <laughs> let's spin the block again, especially on men and their feelings. Because I get it that I I mean I get the plight of women right uh and and jeff i'm sorry i'm talking about your people like (laughs) there are not a lot of decent heterosexual men um shit (sighs) y'all i understand Uh, the the, uh, shit for me the worst part about being gay is dating men (laughs) 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 or having a date man it's like no play but man you really have to stop with that. Like people have to stop with that. And if you have a, a a person who is your person, they're good. Y'all rock with each other. Then he's supposed to be as careful and diligent with your feelings as you are with his. And to suggest this and know that he doesn't like your ex and know that he wants nothing to do with your ex means that you did not take his, his feelings into account one single bit and that's fucked up that is kind of wrong um now i don't know if the man asked this question so i don't know if i'm fueling they, the fire they asked here. together oh they asked together, they asked together. well h- hear me out together homegirl that's <laughs> fucked up <laughs> and brother if you sitting there right now like i told you i told you so sister let him do it <laughs> because he is correct <laughs> that is not okay I'm gonna say okay. I'm gonna say don't gloat in your victory. <laughs> Cause it's like no, <laughs> yeah, don't go, don't gloat in your victory because you might get your head knocked right. Out, don't but. gloat in your victory. Just take take what we're saying, right? Um, and like I said, coming like I I wouldn't be able to like if my wife came to me and was like, "Yo, my ex," particularly knowing how he treated her, I'd be like, "No, yeah." No. Also, no. another thing, it's he Mexican, so I'm like, I don't want to. Me- 
<laughs> like it at least have to be a black guy. <laughs> okay, now we wow. Uh, hey, like, it's a little bit right. a little bit different for me. Like, hey, at least we like, at least got to pick a black guy. <laughs> right, because it's like all these Blexican babies. Like, how am I gonna yeah. explain explain this? So he needs you so. Know? Um, but yeah, that's, that's where we at with that one. That was, that was this week's Ask a Fool. Um, uh, provide goodness. us an update. That's, that's what I would, I would like to like to know where y'all yeah. go with that. But I would love to hear this one, but yeah, don't baby girl, yeah. just find another donor, find another donor. Yeah. It'll make nope. your life so much yep. easier. Don't introduce those problems. Those Terry and Lim problems. Nope. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. Hell no. We got anything um, else to rap about on this lovely Wednesday evening? So yeah, I, I think we could do the um the the other one too. So I Okay. So I asked I sent Jeff something this week, and this is kind of a premeditated educated or foolish. So he already knows what's what's about to be asked. So uh I'm gonna let him stew on this and, and give his honest feedback. So the Jasmine brand, for many of you all who don't know, it's like this this blog um, that's really popular, like a shave room and all that kind of stuff like that, ran by like this woman, this woman who, you know, like uh, people write into her all the time about uh, really weird shit and all the types of other stuff. And she also does like news and updates and stuff like that, right? Jasmine brand. So this past week, she had a one of her followers send in a story about her husband and his best friend and how his husband and his best friend go on a trip annually. And this year he begrudgingly decided to allow her to come. Now keep in mind, she's a homemaker. So she stays at home and takes care of the kids, which is like a full-time job per child. So I don't know how many children they got, but they got more than one. And I always give it up to homemakers who stay home and take care of children. Cause that is not easy. And it is a full-time job per child. Um, so she stays at home. So she didn't buy. She didn't. She couldn't afford to buy tickets. She couldn't afford to go on a vacation. Her husband paid for her to come, but he paid for it begrudgingly because it was supposed to be a boy trip, right? So he eventually paid for him and his best friend to sit first class, and he paid for a ticket for her to sit in coach. She didn't like that. She didn't like the fact that she was in coach while they were sitting in first class, going on this trip or whatever have you. And so she wrote into the Jasmine brand and was like, you know, I was really upset. I got off the plane. I didn't go. Oh, no, no. She didn't get off the plane. She didn't go to begin with. She didn't even get to the airport because she was like, how dare y'all have first class tickets? And I don't. And she decided not to go. She went and, you know, um, she just stayed home. Right. So. Educated or foolish? Like, was this a good idea for... Oh, 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 and I'm, I'm skipping the part. And then the best friend texted her and was like, this is why I keep telling him you shouldn't go on our trips because you just fueled the fire as to why he didn't want you to come in the first place because you're acting shady over a coach ticket when you didn't pay and he's allowing you to come on this trip with us. So the wife is like in hysterics, crying, all that kind of stuff like that. She didn't go on the trip. Educated or foolish? Should she have not gone on the trip? Should she be hysterical about this? What are your thoughts, Jeff? 
my thoughts, and like I said, this is, I was made aware of this, right? Uh, earlier this week, I think you texted me the story. Uh-huh. And what what did I text back? They fucking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, I, that's, that's, that's the first thing I thought. Um, <laughs> I never, so, it's the Black Mirror episode, that Anthony Mackie Black Mirror episode. Yes. Oh my God. I didn't think about like, that. Yes. That's that's mm-hmm. that's what this is, right? Um it's foolish. It's foolish. There's no way in hell that So two things here. One, Giovanni wouldn't has haggle if, if there was a guy strip that I was going on, she had to go. Like she under she'd be like, All right, that's your thing, you go do you, do you. Right. That's yeah. one thing. But two, if I decide that she's going to come with either me and her sitting in first class and my homie sitting in coach mm-hmm. or we all sitting in coach or we all sitting in first class. But there's, I can't think of any scenario where I'm going to be sitting in first class and my wife is in coach without like it, it like that's the thought process behind that is backwards to me. And I just don't understand it because I will never make that decision. Like I will never right. make that decision. This reminds me, I, I was listening to a radio show that uh, a couple months ago, actually. And this dude was wondering why this girl wouldn't call him back, right? Why she started ghosting him. He was like, I flew her to Miami. We had a great week. And they call the girl up and say, why aren't you ghosting him? He sent you to Miami. He said you had a great time. She's like, because he upgraded his flight, sat in first class and had me sit and coach. Oh wow! No, bro, no. <laughs> and he was like, "It never no. happened." And he, his excuse was like, "It never happens. I never get upgraded. It was my one time." You you gotta let that opportunity pass you by, right? You don't That's leave it. anybody that you're dating or you married to and coach while you sitting in first class. Like that, I don't understand the thought process behind a lot of these decisions that people make, and and then. You let your boy then talk down on your wife about it. Like you don't check him at all. You let him text and say, "This is why we don't want you to go." Yada yada. That all it all feeds to me and sounds to me like you happy she didn't go because y'all boys trip is about you two. It's for y'all to have y'all moment, y'all intimate time together, and she ain't invited. So it's foolish. Yeah. It's foolish, yeah. um, or it's educated if they are getting it in and they're using the guise of a boys' trip um, to do it. <laughs> Hello. Hello. And also, just to add fuel to the fire, and I was listening to this on the radio, okay? So they decided to go a different place than where they usually go. And one of the callers who called into, I think it was the Autumn Joy Show, one of the callers who called in was like, well, first of all, they're not even going to the same place that they usually go, probably because everyone knows who they are there and they don't want their business being put out on the streets, kind of like a broke back mountain type situation. <laughs> I'm like, all right, y'all sounding a little homophobic here, but <laughs> it does make a little sense. Um, but you also, but what I will say is if he begrudgingly said yes to the trip, Oh, yes to her going on a trip. They probably already pre-planned something 
and pre-plan this to be mm-hmm. somewhere else, right? Um, and even if they're not having sexual intercourse, they're still best friends. There's a level of intimacy that they have with each other that, is, that even if they're non-sexual, right? Uh, there's a level of intimacy that they have that they enjoy together, which is completely fine. I 100% support, you know, like men being best friends and like, you know, showing non-affectionate, non-affectionate intimacy to each other because we should normalize that. That should be normal. Mm-hmm. But where it gets a little sticky is that is also your part, your life partner. Like you share a different level of intimacy with her than you do with your best friend. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of rude. Yeah. That's, that's, that's messed up. That's messed up. Yo, guy trips are normal. Right, like yeah, guy trips absolutely. are normal, right? We, I had one last year. bunch of the bunch of my homies, we went to Vegas, spent two days there, came back to our families. Like those are normal. What makes this one abnormal <laughs> is one: you let your boy talk down to your wife and text her, and how she was going to ruin the trip. And that's true too. And yo, you bought you and your boy. Or I won't say maybe your boy bought his own first class ticket. Like I don't know if we had that information. Either way it goes, you opted to sit with your friend and let your wife sit alone and coach. You lucky she didn't get on that plane. You don't know who she would have sat next to and coach. And she would have been mad mm-hmm. at you. She would have had her own vacation <laughs> while you and your boy sure was having fun. So it's just it's just foolish thought process being it's just foolish it's just stupid it's it's completely it's ridiculous it's ridiculous i don't understand i don't understand the mind of a man at time i really don't yeah i i, I don't either i don't either that wouldn't have been a move i made nope that wouldn't have been a move at all and i think that's it for this week man that's it that's it so um Check us out next week. But like I said, always like us, rate us, review us. Um, and for one half of the Educated Food Podcast, this is Dr. J. And this is your other half, Jarrell. Peace, everybody. Peace, peace.